Phoenix Secretary Marianne Crane on the lam after stealing $40,000 from her employer in order to run away with her boyfriend, Sam Loomis, is overcome by exhaustion during a heavy rainstorm. Traveling on the back roads to avoid the police, she stops for the night at the ramshackle Bates Motel and meets the polite but highly strung proprietor, Norman Bates, a young man with an interest in taxidermy and a difficult relationship with his mother. Coming in at number 14 on American Film Institute's Top 100 Movies is Psycho. So raise your glass. Here's drinking with you, kid. Oh, look at you. I know. I look at you. Go. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Thank you. I see what you did there. Yeah, you do. Okay. So. What's up, man? How are you, girl? Good. <laughs> how you doing, it's man? Good, you know, girl, I'm doing all right. <laughs> all right. First, let's get to our drink because ours have been sitting here for a few. Yeah, I'm not excited. <laughs> I know you're not. But I'm hoping to be pleasantly be, surprised. I think we might be surprised. I doubt it. But okay, let's do it. It's a lovely deep red. Very much like the color <clears throat> of blood. Or at least like the yeah. chocolate syrup they poured down the, right. the tub. In I thought it was corn syrup. syrup. No, and this one they used a chocolate, chocolate syrup. syrup. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was just better. So this one is called 12 Cabins, 12 Vacancies. Wherever did you get that name? You know, I want to say it was from the movie. Yes, a classic uh, Norman Bates line with a smile. 12 cabins, 12 vacancies. This comes from cinemasips.com, one of our friends that we um, take a lot of drinks from. It is two ounces red wine, one ounce pineapple juice, three quarters ounce simple syrup, three quarters ounce lime juice, and topped with a little club soda. You add the red wine, the pineapple juice, the simple syrup, and the lime juice into a highball glass over ice. Top with soda water and stir well to combine. Garnish with a hydrated blood orange. All right, we're going to try this drink. I'm a little nervous. I'm nervous about the red wine. I don't know why. Well, yeah, because it doesn't go. Okay, well, let's see. Oh, this tastes like B.O. I like it. (laughs) You would. No. No. I like it. This might be the first drink we've disagreed on. Maybe. Oh. Oh, man, that is terrible. It has an interesting aftertaste. Yeah. B.O. Maybe. (laughs) And listen, if you're into that, no judgment. (laughs) No judgment. I didn't know I was into it. You've got to move to Europe. Mm. Ew. <laughs> Is there a lot of BO there? I don't know. I've been told. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to our European listeners. <laughs> All of them. We do actually. Have one. A I think one. We do. We have right. one. Hey, Jackie. Okay. <laughs> so this came out in 1960. Things that happened this year. Well... The U.S. sent 3,500 American soldiers to Vietnam. The Civil Rights Act is signed into law by President Eisenhower. That is 
different from what we know as the Civil Rights Act that was signed into law by Lyndon B. Johnson, right? Okay. This one established federal inspection of local voter registration polls and introduced penalties for anyone who obstructed someone's Uh attempt to register to vote. Got it. That is what that was. The other thing that happened was this was the year of the first televised presidential debate between Kennedy and Nixon. Oh, right. Which is that was what pretty decided huge. Yeah. a lot of that because Nixon is not necessarily your charismatic person. No, that was Kennedy the first one where is. it was that election really was kind of decided right. by that right. debate. So films that came out that year, we've got some good ones. The hmm. Apartment, which is on our list. Okay. Incredible. Never seen it. Oh, you're going to love it. Spartacus. Never seen it. I think it's on our list. The Magnificent Seven. Never heard of it. You haven't heard of it? I don't think so. Oh my gosh, great soundtrack. Uh, Village of the Damned. No. And Inherit the Wind. These don't sound that great to me. Wow. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, We'll see though. I I will tell you that The Apartment is incredible. I have seen that one. Books that came out that year, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Um, You'll know this one, Green Eggs and Ham. Mm, No. By Dr. Seuss. Oh. And my very first book I ever read, One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. Again, by Dr. Seuss. The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, Mm. a story of Nazi, or a history of Nazi Germany by William Shirer. Mm. And then The Incredible Journey by Sheila Burnford. That's the one about the, the dogs and the cat. It was a movie, Conrad. I thought you might know it. No. On TV, the popular episodes people were watching were from Gunsmoke. I bet you Bonanza is on that list. It's not Oh, on the it's list. before Bonanza started, I, I think guess. it's right before. Damn. Wagon Train, Have Gun, <clears throat> Will Travel, The Andy Griffith Show, and The Real McCoys. Those <clears throat> are the big ones. In music, we've got Teen Angel by Mark Denning. The Twist... Come on, baby. By Chubby Checker. Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini by Brian mm-hmm. Highland. Only the Lonely by Roy Orbison. Mm. And Puppy Love by Paul Anka. Mm. Celebrities born this year in 1960. John Leguizamo, Hugh Grant, James Spader, Stanley Tucci. I love, love him. Stanley Tucci. Julianne Moore, Antonio mm. Banderas, mm. Kenneth Brenner. Jean-Claude Van Damme. The muscles from Brussels. The muscles from Brussels. <laughs> Tilda Swinton, Sean Penn, and Colin Firth. Mm. We're all born in 1960. Now with this movie, we have it on a few AFI lists. I would assume. Yeah. I would assume soundtrack. I mean, uh, score. Score, yes. Do you want to guess where it is? Three. Close. It's number four. <laughs> Look at you. Good yeah. job. It was and on the original. Thrills. Well, yes, it's on Thrills. Number Do you one. want it? It is number one on Thrills. Are you looking this no, up? I really am not. All right. Uh, any others you want to guess? Well, the main one is 14. This one is 14. The original the- was probably 18. No, it was, I think it was top 10 originally. No, it was 18. It was 18? Yes, what's Shut going up? on? I really am. Look, look at my screen. I really <laughs> I am not really, looking. I'm not. I'm just looking at quotes. Okay. I promise you. I'm really, really annoyed that right now. That was such a weird guess. That was weird. <laughs> okay. It's also on the top villains. Do you oh, know what number uh, it is? Number three. No, number two. <laughs> God, I would have been really upset, Conrad. 
And then That's it, pretty close. It is on the best quotes. Do you know what the quote would be? Oh. A boy's best friend is his mother. Very good. Yes. Number 56. Okay. I am impressed, Connor. Wow. Okay, I cool. am really impressed. Wow, I'm on my game today. Damn. Okay. All right. I can't wait to hear your <laughs> Maybe cast. this drink does, uh, it does new wonders. wonders. It is terrible, though. It's really good. So the source material, it was based on Robert Block's 1959 novel of the same name, which was loosely inspired by the case of convicted Wisconsin murderer and grave robber Ed Gain. Ed Gein, Ed Gein. Ed, Ed Gein. Ed that, Gein. We <clears throat> talked about him before. Yeah, he was inspiration for Buffalo Bill. Silence Buffalo of the Bill, yeah. That's right. That's interesting. Now, Ed Gein also inspired a movie called Deranged, Confessions of a Necrophile. Of course, Silence of the Lambs, and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Now, in the book, Norman Bates is older. <laughs> he's short. He's fat. <laughs> and he's very dislikable. Like okay. There's not one ounce of charm. charm. Whereas in the movie, Anthony Perkins does have just that sweet factor. Mm, it's always a weird sweet, though. It's a weird sweet. <laughs> I mean, I guess because you know I was going to say, if you, if you <clears throat> didn't know, you would think, oh, well, he's a nice little weirdo, yeah. you know? But who doesn't know, like, the general premise of Psycho? Yeah, everyone seems to know that. Even if they haven't seen it. They know the shower scene. They know the Bates Motel. They know the shower scene. They know the... They know that music, um, which was done, which... Well, we'll get into the music, because the music in this is incredible. Uh, The cast... Hitchcock said that a third of the movie is because of the soundtrack, or the score. Absolutely. I agree with that. All of his... Hitchcock's movies, because he used the same composer, a lot like Spielberg, always Mm -hmm. using John Williams. Right. Hitchcock normally would use Bernard Herrmann, who is considered one of the greats. Um, The cast for this one, it was a good cast. I thought it was very well cast. Norman Bates, we had Anthony Perkins, Marion Crane, Janet Leigh. Vera Miles played Lila Crane, her sister. Sam Loomis was played by John Gavin. Norma Bates was voiced by Virginia Gregg. So that was not him. That was not him. That's kind of strange. It is a little strange. Like but the, there were some things that, you know, Hitchcock, he, he was a little weirdo. He would do certain things to just kind of, with this one, to especially throw people off on what it was about right. and everything. Because um, there were a bunch of people that uh, were rumored to be... Uh, Norman Bates' mother. Mm. And he did everything he could to keep those rumors going. Arbogast was played by Martin Balsam. So this was, like I said, directed by Alfred Hitchcock. It was written, the screenplay was written by Joseph Stefano. The cinematography was by John L. Russell. And then, of course, Bernard Herrmann did the music. Now, Conductor, I thought this was a really great kind of description of Herman's music. Conductor Richard Kaufman said, Herman's music is like going on a psychological elevator. It takes you down deeper and deeper into the characters. I think that's a great description mm-hmm. for anyone to have or, you know, uh, who is a composer. That's a high compliment. The shrieking sound in the shower scene. Yes. 
violins. That it was violinist, and it just had them um, sawing the same note over and over. Again. Right. Only stringed instruments were used in this entire movie. Oh, okay. There That's were cool. no other instruments. It comes in at one hour and 49 minutes. Common Sense Media says 15 plus. Sure. Sure. When did you first see this movie? How old were you? Um, probably in my 20s, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think. I know my parents, my dad likes Hitchcock films. Mm-hmm. So... It might have been earlier, but I don't, you know. I saw this in Arkansas, Bella Vista, Arkansas, mm. when I was 11 years old. We were there visiting my grandparents, and my mom wanted to have just kind of like a, a Hitchcock marathon. So we watched this and Rear Window and Vertigo and all these uh, movies, but I was 11 years old. Oy, it had an effect. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 96%. The consensus, infamous for its shower scene, but immortal for its contribution to the horror genre. Because Psycho was filmed with tact, grace, and art, Hitchcock didn't just create modern horror, he validated it. That's a good one. Yeah. A bad review. This was from Stanley Kaufman of the New Republic back in 2010. Hey, Stanley. Hey, Stan. Two murders and a third attempt are among the most vicious I have ever seen in film. Mm, I don't know if that's true. With Hitchcock <laughs> employing his considerable skill in directing and cutting, and in the use of sound and music to shock us past horror entertainment into resentment. Mm, that's a weird Stanley, review. what's wrong with you? I don't even understand it. I, I think you're just trying to sound like you know something <laughs> personally. Other actors who are considered for the roles... Uh, no one was ever considered for Norman Bates. It was going to be Anthony Perkins, no mm. matter what. Marion, the other people considered, Eva Marie Saint, who I believe is the girl in On the Waterfront. Uh, maybe. I'm almost God, positive. I love that movie. Lee Remick, Angie Dickinson, Piper Laurie, Marth Heyer, Hope Lang, Shirley Jones, which would have been uh -oh. interesting, right? No. Lana Turner and Gene Simmons, not the <laughs> exercise guru. <laughs> but that's Richard Simmons. Oh, Gene that, Simmons Jesus, is the guy from Kiss. Kiss. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, that would have changed everything, I feel. Sam Loomis, the other people considered were Stuart Whitman, Tom Tryon, Brian Keith, Cliff Robertson, and Rod Taylor. Can we talk about how hot Sam Loomis? Sam Loomis. That's was. his real name, right? Not the no, character no, name? His, his real name is John Gavin. Oh, John the Gavin. The character name is Sam Loomis. Ooh, in that apartment when I he's know. all like on the bed, shirtless. Yeah. What? He was hot. Yeah, he was very hot. Lila Crane, the other ones considered were Felicia Farr, Carolyn Jones, Caroline Corney, Eleanor Parker, and Kim Stanley. She almost got it, but she had reservations about working with Anthony Perkins. I don't quite know why. I couldn't okay. find it. Awards. It was nominated. It did not win any Academy Awards, but it was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Jan uh, Janet Lee lost to Shirley Jones. Oh, that's for Elmer Gantry. Okay. Best director, he lost to Billy Wilder for The Apartment. Oh. Great movie, but this. Oh, was Billy Wilder also did Double Indemnity. Double Indemnity and Sunset Boulevard. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I love me some. Billy he directed Wilder. all three of those. Yes. 
Okay. Yes, okay, and Wilder. wrote them. He's from um, Europe, right? I don't know. I haven't looked into him that much. But yes, this was Hitchcock's fifth nomination. God, that drink is and bad. He, it's so good. And he never he never won an Oscar. Best Cinematography, Black and White. It lost to Sons and Lavas. And Best Art Direction, Black and White. It lost to The Apartment. Now, multiple characters <clears throat> have been inspired by this movie. For example, Jamie Lee Curtis... In Halloween, mm-hmm. I mean, that's Janet Lee's daughter. Her character was based on Marion Crane. Okay. Dr. I've never Sam. seen Halloween. What is wrong? I oh, because you don't I, like I don't, horror. Those, any of those movies from that genre, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, You've I've never, never seen, seen any of them. Then how do you know you don't like horror? Maybe you would love it. Nah. I'm good. Oh my God, it's so good. Halloween is to the test of time. Mm. It's amazing. Sure. Dr. Sam Loomis, there's a character named that in Halloween, mm. <laughs> which of course is Sam Loomis in this movie. Marion Chambers, the nurse in Halloween, is based on Marion Crane. Billy Loomis from Scream, his last name. Sam, okay. Well, Sam Loomis. Okay. So it's just a little well, nod like to a Psycho. Stretch, but okay. Well, it's a nod. And also in Carrie, the high school is called Bates High School. Oh. So just little things. People, you know, do little nods to it. So first impression, Conrad, when you first saw this, I guess in your 20s, did you enjoy it? How did you come to watch it when you don't like the horror genre? I mean, I think it was before I realized I, <laughs> I just don't enjoy this because I have watched several Hitchcock films. Okay. It's a mixed bag for me, to be honest. Okay. The ending ruins it for me. Oh, the ending makes it for me. Okay, we'll get into that. Um, When you first saw it, did you enjoy it? Were you like, yeah, it was a good movie? Yeah, I just was annoyed by the ending. Okay. It almost overshadows, like, everything before it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a... think you're going to be standing alone on that for the most part my first impression I mean I absolutely loved it when I saw it at 11 years old and I've seen it multiple times Hmm. through my life I love this movie uh I did not I remember my stepfather getting really mad at me because after I watched this if I took a shower it was with Hmm. the shower curtain wide open Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so water would be all over the floor my mother still won't take a shower because uh, of this? No, when she's home alone. Interesting. Because of this? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Yolanda, I love it. But like, I won't, like, I mean, I still think about it, right? Like, how do you not think about yes. it every once in a while while you're in the shower? Yes. And also, like, when I, when I was moving from LA to New York, mm-hmm. I sold my car, but in Houston. So okay. I drove from LA to Houston right. by myself. Okay. It's a long trip. <clears throat> it's a, like a 20-something hour yeah. drive, right? Did you go straight? You didn't go straight through. Well, no. Okay. Because... <gasps> Did you stop at like a motel? Girl! Uh-uh. I, I, well, I wouldn't because of this movie. <laughs> so like, I, you know, I drive in... And the majority of that drive is Texas. It's so mm-hmm. annoying. So when I drove, I got to El Paso around like midnight. Right. And I was like, I don't want to drive another 14 hours tomorrow. Right. So I'm just going to like push through a couple more hours and just find a place to like 
stop and sleep. And so I was getting really tired and my mind started racing because there's nothing in between El Paso and San Antonio. And, you know, Hills Have Eyes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like going through my mind because there's no one on the road, no lights, no cities, no anything. And perfect place to murder. (laughs) And I was getting so tired and I pulled over in a rest stop. I was like, I'll just lay my chair back and sleep there. And I laid back for maybe two minutes. I was like, nope, can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm for sure going to get murdered. And um, so kept driving and I I saw one of those hotels on the, you know, and I'm like, nope, going to get murdered. And so I kept driving till four in the morning until I found like a little city that had like you know, like a a real uh, like a Quinta, a little yeah 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 okay oh my gosh yeah this movie does have that it's effect. like Jaws you know like exactly. it's one of those um, it puts that fear in your mind of every time you're in that situation you're like yes. yeah nope well and I there was an interview with Janet Lee where she was like you know she was totally fine doing it the shower scene and everything but it was right. when she saw it. And just had that realization of how vulnerable you are when you are in the shower. Right. You are so vulnerable. Oh, my God. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back and break down the movie. Hi. Welcome back. (laughs) All right. So... Let's break this movie down. Mm. We start. Break it down. With the girl having an affair. We've got Marion having an affair with Sam Loomis. Because he was still married, right? Yes. But like separated. He was still married. I I didn't understand if he was separated or. Because he was like hanging around with his sister all movie, but like no wife in sight. Yeah. And like, wouldn't the wife be like, hey, hey, man, where are you? I you would think so because I think he said that they were like separated or they're on their way to divorce. Or honestly, something. and all the times I've seen it, I don't know if they. I know that it was an affair. No matter what, in the eyes of the law, they were having an affair for sure. Hitchcock, you know, he always throws in a cameo. He threw this one in within six minutes of it starting because he knew people would be looking. For his cameo, and he wanted them to focus just mm. on the movie. So he threw it in about six minutes in. Now, Marion works at a bank. She, after she gets her little afternoon delight, she goes back to the bank. It's there that a man is depositing or wants to deposit $40,000. He was obnoxious. He was so obnoxious. Now, $40,000 back in 1960 is about $409,000 today. So okay. it's a good amount. It's a good chunk of money. I mean, yeah, you could go off and kind of escape. Yeah, I mean, not enough to like, you're going to get found. You'll probably get found, but you can make it pretty far, get another job. I mean, unless you like go to a country that there's no, what do you call it? Extradition. Extradition. I was going to call it extraction. <laughs> Extradition. Eh, kind of the same thing. Like Venezuela, <laughs> right? I th- can you go to Venezuela? Is there no extradition there? I think so, but hmm. I don't know. Who wants to go to Venezuela right now? I need to look <laughs> these things up just... You know, <laughs> just in case, just you, in case. St- you steal half a mil? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Um, she takes this $40,000. Her boss is like, put it in the safe deposit box tonight. Mm. She takes it and decides, I'm going to run. I'm going to take this and leave. In order to be with her In man, order to be with Because Sam. he has alimony payments and right, divorce right. payments. And- Would you take the money? No. It's not enough. No, it would need to be a little bit more in order for me to take it. I mean, even then. What's the amount? A hundred million. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Fifty million? I don't know. What about just a million? No. A million doesn't go that far nowadays. Oh, jeez. Okay. It's not worth it. Yeah. It really isn't worth it at any level. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie to myself and think I'm smart enough to... <laughs> Evade <laughs> the authorities, police and FBI, okay. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, with I know just my a place. Million. Okay, okay, <laughs> I know no. my place. Touche. That makes sense. Now, like, if my bank accidentally credited me, oh, right. like some money. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Else, yeah. If the cashier at the grocery store gives me more change than I deserve, I'm walking away with it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I find 10 grand in a dumpster. It's mine. 10 grand? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right? What if you find 10 grand in a wallet? Yeah, mine. Are you going to return the wallet? Also, what wallet holds $10,000? I don't, a good one. That's a lot. Big and Tom Ford one. (laughs) Not even ours carries that much. Uh, Okay, so while she's on the run, she sees her boss. I mean, <laughs> talk about cool. wrong place, wrong time, man. <laughs> like, at, and I love I'm going how, home. I'm not feeling well. Oh, I feel so bad. That's the equivalent of like being on the the jumbotron at a game. <laughs> right, at the game, right. <laughs> like a, a Ferris Bueller. Uh, it, but it was funny, you know. She totally acts like she's up to something. This woman does not have a good poker face. No, she does not. Like you can always be like. I mean, just trying to justify it. Oh, I just went by the pharmacy that's over here right. to get, you know. Right. Well, you she can didn't have much down. time to, like, say anything. No, but she, just her face of, oh, no. <laughs> oh like, shit. Okay, now you look guilty. You didn't beforehand. Right. She buys a new car. Like, every, she's like, just give it to me. Just give it to me. Everyone's suspicious. This cop is following her. Right. I... Everyone needs to Which you to never see down. that cop again. No. And I think it's strange that they don't make a connection there. Yeah. And help in the investigation. Like, like he's like this thing. And then all of a sudden, he's not a thing. So I'm like, yeah, okay, why is there the, even a thing in the first place? They talk to the salesman. Yeah. 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 He's just kind of there. So... A heavy rainstorm starts. She's driving. It's night. This has happened to all of us where we're just like, oh, my God, I have to go to bed. It is too late. And especially the heavy rainstorms, those always freak me out. So she sees a motel just on the side, Bates Motel. Why not? Convenient. Pulls over. She meets Norman Bates. Uh, 12 cabins, 12 vacancies Mm. is what he tells her. Now, he leads her to the cabin literally next door to the office. Would you be okay with that? Or would you be like, can nope. I stay a few doors down? <laughs> yep. I would too. Yeah, that's a little 
That's too close. Like yeah, that's because just... then, like, if I have the TV on, you're like hearing me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I want some privacy. If there's twelve cabins, twelve vacancies, I'm in twelve. Like, yeah, put me away from this. Give I me don't 12. want. I don't. Yeah, I I absolutely would do that as well. She overhears Norman and his mother arguing. Right. So here's something inter- interesting. Both Hitchcock. And the writer, Joseph Stefano, had major mother issues. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Hitchcock's childhood heavily resembled Norman's. And he killed Stefano, his mom. he didn't kill his mom. <laughs> Stefano was in therapy during the time of this, specifically mm. for his mother, okay. his mommy issues. They have dinner together. Oh, you really do hate this God, drink. Tr- I'm a trooper, though, and I'm getting through you this. You really are. I'm further through you it than are. you are. I need to catch up. God, it's terrible. I'm waiting for the ice to melt to, like, dilute it. I don't know what's happening. I really like it. Like, it tastes like feet. I don't agree with that. Okay. I don't taste a lot of feet, but I don't. Well, you think... want to taste my foot real quick? I, I did mean, wa- if it... I did just shower, so. If it will taste like this, Sure. Just found my new thing. I haven't cut my toenails. You're welcome, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dinner together is where we kind of see Norman change a little bit. Because she's like, why wouldn't you just leave? And he gets real defensive about why he could never leave his mother. Right. She offends him. Yeah. And so she's just kind of like, okay, girl. (laughs) Goes on her merry way. And he kind of realizes, oh, I, you know. That's the scene where he says, one of my, where she says she needs me. It's yes. not as if she were a maniac, a raving thing. She just goes a little, a little mad, mad sometimes. sometimes. Yes. We all go a little mad sometimes. That's the one you? I put. We all go a little mad sometimes. Love it. That and is then, a great Well, one. and then she says, yes, sometimes just one time can be enough. So then we get to, I mean, this isn't that far into the movie. We get to the shower scene. Okay. I remember the shower scene being much earlier in the movie because I thought it was more of like a, you know, like um, Scream, how Drew Barrymore was kind of building it and they killed her in the first five minutes. Right. I thought thought it was like within the first like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. But she was in it a significant amount of time. Yeah. She's in it a good... Because it's like halfway through the movie. Yeah, it is. But still, you know, okay, when you have a big star like that and... And then That's you kill her off. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this happens. One funny thing, you know, she was writing out. It looked like she had changed her mind, right? She was going to go back and give the money. Because uh, as she's talking to Norman and she was like, I have, um, I have to get back to Phoenix. So she's writing down exactly how much money she has left. And she decides to throw it away. She rips it up and she flushes it down the toilet. This is the first time that an American movie ever showed a toilet flushing on screen. <laughs> Isn't that a weird, okay. like, little bit of trivia to okay. have? Because normally it's like if you hear a flushing, it's like a turd or... Right. Know, but and this that is, like, is just scandalous. It's something so... Oh, my God. That's like where pee and poop go. It's very scandalous. Hitchcock originally wanted this scene to be silent. Right. I did read that. I don't... 
I mean, this is one of those where the music makes. Yeah, definitely. There was another scene when she's driving in the rain Uh and it's literally just a shot of her. Mm -hmm. And if it were muted or if there was no music, it would have been like the most boring shot ever. Absolutely. So there's definitely a lot of scenes where the music really drives the suspense. This is definitely one of those movies. Uh, Janet Lee, after this, she always took baths. <laughs> she was done. The shower scene was, was this. This was her first of the Hitchcock film she was in. She was only in this Hitchcock film. Oh, who am I thinking of? That was in uh, Kim, Vertigo. Kim Novak. Kim Novak. Yeah, she was in Birds. Kim Novak. No, that was Tippi Hendren. Fuck. <laughs> Who was in North by Northwest? That was <laughs> neither of them. <laughs> um, Didn't he use one actress in multiple films? Okay. Who was in Rear Window? Grace Kelly. Damn. Maybe he just liked blondes. Maybe that was the thing. He always cast blondes. I mean, Eva Marie Saint, the same one from was in North by Northwest. <laughs> Shit. So maybe, okay. Yeah, so no, I, I'm fairly certain this was Janet Lee's only one. <laughs> I'm keeping it all. So the shower scene was filmed over a week. And what? It, I know. I don't understand what? when things take that long. That's strange. And it included 77 cuts. Oh, okay. Not pun intended. Oh, God. <laughs> Tony Curtis, in his autobiography blamed the shower scene on why Janet Lee became an alcoholic and led to the breakdown of their marriage. What? Because people were obsessed with it. They were obsessed with this movie. They were obsessed with that shower scene. I don't know if it was that she couldn't handle the fame of it or Mm. if it was just like a weird kind of traumatic experience. I don't know. But he says that that led to the end of his Mm. marriage. Janet Lee's eye, you know, they do that still shot on a on her eye yes, and pull back. that's so cool it's such a great it shot. is amazing yeah. at first when i was younger i always thought it was just a frozen thing but note that yeah was an actual shot yeah that was a cool she shot. and she said it was extremely difficult for her how many, to hold I wonder back. how many takes i don't know how many takes that was i mean it was probably part of the 77 wouldn't that okay, be part do a of frozen the shower face. scene Okay. Do a dead frozen face. Oh, shit. I can't do that. You know I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Did we both just try at the same time? No. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. You're not looking at me. You're looking at me with suspicion. That's not a dead eye. hold on. Relax all the muscles in your face. I can't. Your face makes me laugh. (laughs) Thanks. I know who I'm not recasting. <laughs> uh, okay, the sound of the knife piercing the flesh, which I'm going to be I honest, don't remember that. I don't hear it. Yeah, I don't remember that. But they got that by plunging a knife into a by cassava sta- melon. By stabbing some PA. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Some poor intern. 
<laughs> happened to be there that day. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't remember hearing any like stabbing. All I hear is the music. Yes. They used Bosco chocolate syrup for the blood. Okay. Shout out Bosco. Is that still a thing? I don't think so. I've never heard of it. <clears throat> so after that, Lila and Sam meet because Lila's like, Sam Ugh. is so hot. He, I, just was I mean, like, did he offer anything ooh, else to this movie? I need a him and Cary Grant movie. Oh, oh, I don't. Maybe they were in another Hitchcock They should have been in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that for sure. <laughs> I don't know how to quit that. you. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> that would be incredible. So Lila and Sam meet. They're, you know gonna go looking for uh marion and figure all this out um arbogast terrible name is our detective they're checking along like the route she would have taken and he comes to bates motel and goes in and that's a pretty funny scene where he's like uh yeah can i just look at your register because she may have registered under right. another name can right. i just look at that and he's like nobody's been here yeah. Norman, I thought, though, did a pretty good job of like, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I I thought he did a good job of covering. I don't know. Okay. Well, he, I- well, obviously not because the guy was like, hey, he went back to the payphone and was like, hey, this guy's weird. <laughs> so he did not do a good job. <laughs> no, you have a, you have a good point. So Arbogast searches the motel and then decides to go to the creepy mansion on top of the hill behind the motel. I tell you, the only time I screamed was that scene when he was yes. at the top of the stairs and she like <laughs> like runs out real quick, stabs yes. him. I wasn't That's expecting that, and I don't rem- I don't remember. Yeah, it's like from above. Yes, that yeah. is a really scary. Yeah, I didn't shot. remember that part. Oh, you screamed like when you watched it this time. Yeah. Oh, love it. Because you know, I don't. I didn't remember. When and or who discovers the the skeleton or the the dead body? Right. Yes. And so I thought that was the moment where he like went into the room and and saw and the saw skeleton. Her. Yeah. Um. But um. No. Well, there was the the shot of him falling. Those kinds of shots always crack me up. But right. They're like they were done so often back then. Um, It was just him. I went on a tour at Universal Studios where they, um, I think it was Universal, where you were allowed to like create your own like death scene, like falling. Oh, that's kind of fun. It was really cool. morbid. (laughs) Well, you know, Um, but it's just him sitting stationary and then waving his arms. (laughs) Nuh-uh. Yeah, that's all it is. That's how they did that scene? Yeah, and it's just in front of a screen. That's stupid. They couldn't get a stunt double? No. To fall downstairs? I could probably do that. Yeah, no. Because there's that shot of him where you see his face the whole time. I think I should be a stunt double. I think... Oh, I know. (laughs) Why? Can you do stuff? Yeah. Like what? I can, like, jump. Go jump out the window. Well, I need, like, a pad to land on. (laughs) (laughs) Not if you're a true stunt double. You need nothing. (laughs) Parkour. (laughs) Parkour. Parkour. Uh, <laughs> okay, so after... Do you think of The Office when you hear parkour? I always think of The Office when I hear that. <laughs> always. Okay, 
and Jim's face when they're doing it. (laughs) So Arbogast doesn't come back. So Sam and Lila go to like find him, find out what on earth happened. That's where they meet Norman. And they decide they're going to search the motel. That part was pretty tense for me. It was very tense. Yeah. And so Sam is supposed to distract Norman right? while um, Lila searches the house. And she goes down in the basement. And that's where you see, like, of course, there's the one hanging light bulb, which is always such a scary effect. And she sees... And it's like swinging now. Like she hits it, right? Yeah, after she turns her around and you see like the skeleton. I think it's that um the monkey they used in Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> it might be <laughs> with a wig. You mean um Norma Desmond's first husband? Second husband. Second husband, yes. <laughs> um Yes, so she turns her around, sees that it's a skeleton. And I should include that, like, when we meet Norman, he is very much into taxidermy. Yeah, which is always, like... That's always creepy anyway. I mean, was that... When did taxidermy like become, become a big a thing? thing? I would assume a long time a ago, long, right? Yeah, a long so time ago. So it's not ago. like a new profession. No, but if you watched... Bates Motel. Did you watch that? No. Oh, no. it was so good. They kind of go into with his, Freddie Highmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of go into his um how the hobby began like how he got into and everything. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was super into it and he was very played good the mom? at it. Vera Farmiga. Lila is you know turns around. She starts screaming because it's like the skeleton. Then she hits the one light bulb and the light bulb was sitting there swinging back and forth, which yeah. is terrifying. And then. Through the door, busts Norman Bates. I mean, it, it's wearing funny. a dress, <laughs> it's and he screams. I don't know if you caught this because I never did before. Mm. He screams, "I am Norma Bates." Really? He does. I don't remember that. I just Is remember this the him ending being. You're like, talking about no. that you don't. Oh, okay. I oh. just remember like the terrible skag drag he's in. It's you know what it looked like though. It looked like he had just thrown it on real quick. Well, yeah, of course he did. So he didn't have time to like glue the wig down and all of that that you would. Uh, maybe normally, they didn't have lace fronts back then. I don't know, but <laughs> normally put you know put in the bobby pins. Maybe right, they had those. He needed a breastplate. He a breastplate. Yeah, you know, like a oh, they, where it like automatically a, like gives you the bubbies. Yeah, like you put it on like a. Like a vest almost, and it goes over your head and through your arms, and it's like a breastplate. So, yeah, he busts in. I am Norma Bates. And then we get to... With the knife, right? With the knife, yes. I'm assuming that's how he killed his mom and her lover. With a knife, maybe? So, we get to Hitchcock's least favorite scene in the movie. It sounds like it was yours. Yeah. The whole explanation... Oh, God. Okay. This is where it just goes south so is your problem with the psychologist explaining is that where it bothers yeah, it's you? like the 20 minute explanation of like m- you know multiple personality disorder or yes. whatever he's official like yeah I, we kind of like we, we get it dude 
Yes. However, okay. So the studio made Hitchcock keep this in because they were like, there are people who are going to have questions. My only guess is that back then there was not as much known. And to explain that it wasn't really him. It was technically, but it wasn't him in his right mind. I do think that that could have been summed up a little easier in a little shorter I mean, amount of time. It took forever. It took a very long time, but it did leave the audience with no questions about what had happened. Um. Now, I think that the whole monologue at the end by Norman makes up for everything. The one in his head about how he wouldn't hurt a fly. Why don't I, I, I think at this point I just checked out of the movie. I don't remember this part. Oh my God. Okay. Isn't he already dead? Norman doesn't die. Oh, he just got tackled? Yes. Did you see the very end after the psychiatrist's explanation? Oh, he goes to a hospital. That's right. Yeah, he's in the hospital. Did you know that there was a Psycho 2, 3, and 4? Yes, I did know that. How crazy. Uh, Lila, Crane, and Norman were the only two that went on to do Same actors, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he played Norman, Norman in all four movies. Okay, so at the end, I'm going to read this whole thing to you in case you okay. didn't hear it, which sounds like you didn't. Um, this is when he's sitting in the... I, I don't think he's in the mental hospital yet, but... The psychiatrist has visited visited with him. I think he might still be in prison, and they're mm-hmm. going to move him to psych, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Norman, his thoughts are, we're hearing his thoughts. And he says, it's sad when a mother has to speak the words that condemn her own son. But I couldn't allow them to believe that I would commit murder. They'll put him away now, as I should have years ago. He was always bad, and in the end, he intended to tell them I killed those girls and that man, as if I could do anything but just sit and stare like one of his stuffed birds. They know I can't move a finger, and I won't. I'll just sit here and be quiet just in case they do suspect me. They're probably watching me. Well, let them. Let them see what kind of a person I am. I'm not even going to swat that fly. I hope they are watching. They'll see. They'll see, and they'll know, and they'll say... Why she wouldn't even harm a fly. So he's like full on Norma Bates. Right. At this point. Right. The mind has been switched. Right. Uh, I love that monologue. And I love his look that he's doing the whole time. He, like his, you can see His it performance turning. in it. He was nominated or no? He was not nominated. That's crazy. Because I, I really thought he was really good in this movie. He was fantastic. Yeah. And he always, I mean, after that... Going on in his career, he always was associated with Psycho. I mean, you can't get away from that when you're that kind of part. And he said even if he had known that before, he would have still done it. Like, mm. he was very proud to be associated with this movie. Right. Well, he did four movies. He did all four <laughs> of them. Yeah. I didn't see any of the others. Did you? Mm, no. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's take one more break. And then we're going to ask some questions. <laughs> welcome back okay so you first saw this movie when you were in your 20s which i feel is very late okay that's fine this film has been rated and re-rated over the years it went from pg to pg 13 there used to be a pg 15 and an r 
So it's kind of... It was rated R at one point? At one point, it was rated R. After the fact? That's weird. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, because R wasn't... When it was rated PG, there wasn't an R. Hmm. Yeah. Do you like this movie? I know you said it's a mixed bag. What it's else a mixed is a bag. mixed bag besides that psychiatrist? It is that scene that just really, it just really took ruined. You out. Yeah, it just really ruins it for me. Wow! It's like when you have to explain a joke. If you have to explain the right. joke, it's not funny. Okay. And and this one was like, you had to explain that he was his mom and that his mom obviously. We just saw him yell, I am Norma Bates. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like pretty self-explanatory. It is And I feel like audiences, even back then, if they didn't really understand, I don't know, multiple personality disorder or schizophrenia yeah. or, you know, whatever he actually is diagnosed with nowadays, what, what you know, whatever psychiatrist would diagnose him as, you still get the point. <laughs> I mean, like... You still end with suspense. Yes. No, I I do agree. It, I definitely agree that it went on too long. Oh my god. It's like it's it's like its own little movie. It's yeah. so stupid. And I hate the actor that plays that guy. Yeah. I he was smug and like annoying. Yeah. I hated his face. I jeez. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not that I thought he was ugly. I just hated his face. Yeah. No, I get that. That part for me, I didn't mind it. I understood the need for some to explain it, but I do think that they could have cut it down by at least 10 minutes. <laughs> and It could have been done two sentences. Yeah, exactly. Just that he's not in his right frame of mind. Yeah. He is in the mind of his mother right now. Done. He's, he's like giving ex- his like thesis dissertation from yes, like it did for feel his, like medical that. school now that wasn't enough to take me completely out of it yeah, at it, all it just kind of like was like ugh. okay but up until that point were you like hey good movie yeah absolutely i i think okay. it's like you know super suspenseful and like obviously the shower scene is iconic yes but when they the two go to the motel and they're like splitting up and then norman's in the office and she he's like no go away to the girl, mm-hmm. you know, and then he's like, wait, where's the girl at? And then they have a struggle and then, right. you know, that kind of stuff is cool to me. I like that kind yes. of suspense. Yeah. They did a great job of, I mean, this was considered Hitchcock's only horror movie. All of his movies have been suspense and thrills and mm-hmm. things like that. But this was an actual, like, it was scary, especially for audiences back in 1960. This was freaking scary. Right. And it's enough to where, I mean, Jaws is a horror movie. If if something is going to like fundamentally change your mind about things, I will not go in the water anymore because of Jaws. Right. I will not. Um, I'm totally with you. I am not pulling over to some small motel on the side of the... You've got to be kidding me. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, in the shower, I mean, luckily, you know, in our shower, we have the glass. And so I can see. <laughs> but I face... This has always been the case. I face the door the whole time. Um, did I ever tell you... <laughs> what? Did I ever tell you about the time I stayed in a haunted house in Pratt, Kansas? What? Why? <laughs> you 
on purpose? No, it was <laughs> um, when I was in Sin Cadets, we would do tours. Ooh. And on uh, winter tours, we would do like a regional tour. Sometimes okay. it was South Texas. Sometimes it was into Louisiana. This one went up into like Oklahoma and Kansas. Okay. And when we tour, we stay with host homes instead of hotels because it's cheaper. Oh, and so there's nice. local AM clubs, you know, you know, in different cities and then they organize who we can stay with. Right. And we stayed, <clears throat> you know, everyone gets assigned to the house, you know, to the, after the concert, everyone's like, Oh, raise your hand here, here, here's your, your host home. And sometimes okay. host homes were like great. And sometimes they were terrible. And sometimes like, uh, there was one that had like blood stains on the sheets. There was what? one that I mean, like I mean, did they do that to mess sorts with you of guys? crazy shit? I don't know. I just are there the hosts? Are they staying there as well? Yeah, it's like okay. a family that just like is like willing to in. take you in and okay. and post you up for the night. You know. Okay. So it was always like a a thing where we're like, okay, who are we gonna get tonight? Right. And of course, you know, you're you're have to be on your best behavior, you, you know, leave things better than you found it, those those kind of things, right? <clears throat> and we had this little old lady. I mean, she was old. She had to have been in her 80s at least. Okay. And we go to this house that's on it is like literally kind of like a Amityville type house. Okay. It's like a scary house, but it like a wrap around porch, attic, basement, Old. Yeah. Like turn of the century old. Okay. Right. She was like, um, so we walk into her house and literally everything I think is the original decor. Like oh. old, like little parlor furniture. Right, 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 right. And like the light switches were buttons. You know the old school like yes. button switch? And like she had Ooh, a that's kind of fun. Yeah, she had like a TV with the the old school TV that was like with the speakers on the side attached yes, and like yes. it was like a big thing. Yeah. Everything was old. And including her. Including her. And she was like, "Okay, well we're I'm going to uh pull the car around." So she leaves us in the living room. Okay. How many are there? It's me and my friend John Barry. Hi John. Okay. And John's going to be on a, uh, a guest coming up oh, on, good, a, okay. on another episode. And uh so she's like so she leads us up to our room on the second floor. Okay. And we each have our own room. And it's like this long hallway. It's like kind of darkly lit. And at the end of the hallway is this portrait of this woman that is lit from above. And that's kind of the only thing you see. It's really creepy. So we go into our own rooms. All the mirrors are like marbled and fogged as if like you're <laughs> seeing a ghost version of yourself. <laughs> And so she's like, you know, get settled in. I'll, you know, and and meet me. You can meet me downstairs in the kitchen. And I'll have snacks for you. And so we're like, fine. She sounds delightful. <laughs> right. And so we're like, uh, settling in. And John's like, oh crap! Oh my god! And, and walk over. He's like, what? What happened? And he's like, blood running down his hand. He's like, I cut it on a on a razor. It's like, oh okay. So we go to the the bathroom, and and it's like. Rinsing and the blood swirling around of in the course, sink. Yes, <laughs> yes. And um, there's a tub in there, but no shower. So we're like, okay, that's weird. Whatever. Um, so we come back downstairs and 
were like trying to find where the kitchen is because we had only seen the living room. So we're like walking through, we're like, hello? Like, hello? (laughs) Hello? No freaking answer. She does not hear you? I don't know. Hello? And so we like finally found the kitchen. We hear there's a door from the back leading to the kitchen. We hear the bam like that, like a door closed. And I swear I jumped into John's arms. (laughs) We like hugged each other for a minute. (laughs) We're so freaked out already. And she turns out she had gone and pulled her car around to the back. Okay. To the garage. She wasn't in the house and came back in. Okay. And so... We like have snacks and she's like taking us on a tour of the house (laughs) and she takes us to the attic and it's like, it's just like this empty room. It's like a finished attic, but empty. And it like this one, like you had to like click the light (laughs) as you go to like illuminate like the, you know, it's like a light clicks on the stairs and then a light clicks on the hallway right, and then right. a light clicks on another stair. And there's like one single light bulb in this attic. Is. And it's because I'm going first and she's like, oh, there's a, a switch for the light in there. And I open and it is pitch black in this room. And like, I'm walking into my death. Oh, this Matt, woman is about to kill us. You never go first. Well, you know, she was old and, you know, slow up the stairs. And so I was like, this is it. This is where I'm going to die. And I'm like feeling along the wall to try and like do this Just little waiting light to feel on. a body. And I knew there was going to be like a little girl in the corner. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so we see the, the, um, the attic and then she takes us down into the basement. She's like, this is the basement. And we open this room and it's like this big like study library den kind of thing. And along the wall were all of these like sepia toned photos in a, in a bubbled glass frame. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? All lined along the room. She was like, Oh, this was my husband's favorite place to, to relax. He actually passed away in this room. (laughs) Like, uh, we're going to go. (laughs) Let's, let's go back upstairs, please. (laughs) Oh my and God. she she also in the basement, she's like, oh, this is another uh, bathroom you can use. There's not a shower in your bathroom. We're like, yeah, we know. Right. But there's a shower down here that you can use in the morning if you like. No. Like, <laughs> right. John, you will come stand right. right next to the shower. So she was like, here, let me put on the TV. Y'all can just watch TV if you want. I'm going to head up to my room. This is still downstairs. No, no, this is now back up in the main living room. And she's like, I'm going to go retire to my room. She's like, if you need anything, I'll be up all night. I was like, you're going to. Why are you up all night, girl? (laughs) (laughs) What? Why are you up all night? We're like watching TV. And John was like, hey, I'm going to call my fiance or my girlfriend. I, I can't remember if they were engaged at that point. So he's. On the phone in the kitchen, which is at the top of the stairway down to the basement. Okay. Okay. So I'm watching TV and a few minutes later, I hear Conrad, Conrad, come here, Conrad. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) So he's on the phone and he's like, listen. And from the basement, we hear boom, 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 boom. Like these like. 
bong. Like steps? Like I, someone? I mean, like something banging or I, I don't know what. Oh, my God. And I was like, we got to go back. <laughs> we got to go upstairs. And he's like, yeah, Heidi, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so we like turn everything off when we retire. And uh, did y'all sleep together? Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yes. <laughs> we were so scared. <laughs> oh, hell no. I do not. I would do the same thing. So we had an early morning the next morning. So we had to leave like really early. So I wake up before the sun comes up uh-huh. to like start getting ready. And I'm the first one to get ready. Did you go down to the basement to shower? And I was like, I cannot just take a bath. Like I, that's okay. just not for me. But you had John go with you. No, he was, he was still asleep. No, John, wake up. Yeah. Right. So I go down, you know, and it's like still dark and I'm like clicking the, the lights to go as I go and like down the stairs and then in the living room and then in the kitchen. And I'm like standing at the top of the basement stairs. I'm like, Connor, this is stupid. It's fine. Just go down. So I do it. I turn on the lights. I go downstairs and I'm like in the bathroom and I go to close the door and the door does not shut all the way. It won't shut. No, no. Did you get out? So it's like kind of cracked a little bit. And I'm like, well, I mean, I have to take a shower. This is it. And I took a shower with the curtain open. Yes. And I... Would I would not take my eyes off the shower. I'm like washing my hair, like eyes you wide take open. You eyes off the door. Yeah. And I, I literally, no joke, washed half of my face with my left eye open and then I rinse it and then I'd wash the other half of my face with my right eye open. Oh my God. Yeah. It was one of the craziest experiences. And I'm pretty sure if we go back, that house isn't there. Oh my God. <laughs> such no. a wild, wild time, yeah. No, and someone's going to be like, oh, this house hasn't been lived in for <laughs> right. 60 oh, years. Oh, old lady McGee. <laughs> she was murdered by her she- husband in 84. <laughs> I really want to go find this. I know. I wish I, I mean, I wish I knew. It's Pratt, Kansas. Pratt, I'll never forget that. Kansas. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Does this belong on a top 100? Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, it's kind of classic horror genre. Yeah, I totally agree. It absolutely does. Whether it's 14 or not, I don't know. Okay. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah. What was your favorite part? I mean, I don't know if the shower scene is my favorite part. My favorite part is um, Loomis on the bed in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite part. All right. Um, but I think like the most suspenseful part is when the two of them go to the hotel and they're yes. like splitting up, trying to find out, yes. you know, what's going on. You and... never split up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that you whole should part not was, have gone down to the, the basement by yourself. John I mean, should have been there. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, we okay. should have showered together. I seriously, that's what I would have been like. I've been like, well, Kathy, come on, <laughs> let's do this. So, who is your favorite character? Sam. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> of course it was. He's so hot. He is extremely Ugh. hot. Very, very hot. Gorgeous. Um, mine, I mean, Norman, that's just a great character. It's a, yeah, he, he does a great, he really does a good job. And yeah. especially in the, the bird, dead bird room, yeah. you know. That whole scene where they're eating dinner together. Yeah. Yeah. When you really start seeing kind of, 
the way he kind of portrays him as this kind of like odd bird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. what's going on with you? What did you like least? Well, I don't even think I need to ask that. Girl. It's that monologue. That soliloquy. My goodness. You know what? If I was still an actor, that's the one I would do. God. As an audition? <laughs> yep. He's I not a transvestite. Totally do it. <laughs> He's that's not how you start. Transvestite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, and no. <laughs> so could this be movie? Could this be movie today? Could it be movie? <laughs> could this movie be made today? I don't. I think. I think it uh, was. <laughs> I think the remake proved that it should not. It should I mean, not. I never saw it. But I, I don't even oh. understand because it was a shot for shot, shot remake. By shot I don't understand remake. the purpose of that. I don't either. Um, don't like, why not? a movie unless you're going to expand on it or take make a it different better, or take different a different approach route. or angle yeah. yes those are the only reasons that you should ever yeah, do I don't, that i don't i didn't get it which is kind of why i didn't see it but also like i wasn't really interested in seeing that movie well it kind of felt i did see that movie unfortunately uh it kind of felt like a film school students project mm. Like, right. see if you can recreate. Yeah, it's weird. You know, using Who his it? Te- Gus Van Sant. Oh, okay. I, it was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. I agree with you. They have proven that this should not be remade. There's yeah. no reason to remake this movie. Something this iconic, just leave it alone. Yeah. So, I guess for you, this definitely reminded you of your haunted house in Pratt, Kansas. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. sure. For yes. sure. For sure. Yes. Would you recommend this movie to a friend? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's fun. Everyone should see it. It's classic. It. If you haven't seen it, yeah, you should see it. It's a classic. What character can you relate to the most? Norman Bates. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny because I no. relate to Norma. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... Uh, Are you going to say Sam? Uh, probably. <laughs> I kind of liked the sister. I think she was kind of like no nonsense and was like, no, let's just get this shit done. I totally agree with you. She seemed like very rational, very like that doesn't, this doesn't make sense. Let's get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I completely, we all should have a sister like that. So would you change the ending? (laughs) I mean, I would would remove that part. Yeah, that part. And imagine like, okay, I'm Norma Bates, ah, you know, and then it cuts to like, you know, him in the cell doing that monologue. Right. That's a perfect ending to me. I agree. I don't need that. I do agree with you. That is one part that could definitely be taken out. What I was saying about Hitchcock wanting to throw people off, one thing he did was he created one of those canvas chairs that the actors have, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that said Mrs. Bates mm. on the back, mm. just to have people wonder, oh, who's going to be playing? There were a lot of rumors about, right. you know, what great old star are they going to get to come back and play Norman Well, Bates? I also read that he wouldn't let anybody in the production company or actors know the ending. Mm-hmm. And when he bought the rights to the book, he went and bought as many copies as possible so oh, that people wouldn't... Find out the ending. I yeah. love that. Well, another thing he did was this is one of the first movies where they would not let you in after it started. Oh, okay. He would not like allow that. that. Yeah. I like that. Is this movie still, I, I find this a difficult question to answer. Is it still relevant today? Y- yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I'm trying to think of other like scary motel movies. And there's a lot of movies that have like, like, um, oh God, what's the candy cane? Candy cane. Oh, that's a joyride. Joyride. Oh, yes. With a... Paul Walker. Yes. And he's naked in their butts. <laughs> I like that part. And Lily Sobieski. <laughs> Lily Sobieski and Zahn. Z- Steve Zahn. Z- Steve Zahn. That's a um, great movie. You know, that has that kind of hotel <laughs> moment. There's um, yeah. Sliver, which is like, yes. you know, the but that's more <laughs> apartments, but still yeah. this kind of idea of like this creeper in a in a place of, that you're staying at. Yeah, I can't think of anything that was before this that would have really kind of put that fear of, yeah. you know, staying in a place that's not your own and you don't know everything that i mean they could have a million things set up if they right, wanted to right. that's a little creepy. i always i always check for like cameras and vents yes i am yes. always like looking at them yeah yeah no i do the exact same do you have any favorite quotes the one i said earlier of um when he was like we all go a little mad yeah sometimes. we all go a little mad sometimes yes of course i love the a boy's best friend is his mother obviously that is so frightening. And then, of course, why she wouldn't even hurt a fly. I love that one. Uh, and then I think part of your, we all go a little mad sometimes, part of that quote was, she isn't herself today. Mm. I love that. Especially those quotes when you know what happens. Right, right. It's so fun. Yeah. But then there was that one where he screams, mother, oh, God, mother, <laughs> blood, blood. <laughs> Come on, man. Calm it down. All right. So if it was remade today, who would you cast? I think I have some good ones. Okay. Who would you cast as Norman? I have two options. All right. One is I'm always referring to because I just love him. Okay. Timothy Chalamet. He's so pretty, though. However, I think the one that I want to go with is Jacob Elordi. Who is that? From Euphoria. You cast Euphoria people in every single movie. Because everybody in that show is fantastic. All right. Well, my two, I actually had two as well that I think are really good. Either one. First is Paul Dano. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And the other one. He played, um, he played the Joker in the new The Batman. Yes. And he was so good he in it. I really loved really that good. movie. He is just creepy. Enough. Yes, yes. That's a good one. And then there's Jesse Eisenberg. Mm. As far as getting across that awkwardness, that complete social yeah. awkwardness. But I find Paul Dano more charming. Yeah. Maybe like a Michael Sarah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that would be really interesting to see him push into yeah. this type of. Yeah. All right. Marion. Uh, I put Anna Darmus. I love her so much. I think she'd be pretty interesting. I put Margot Robbie. That's a good one. Yeah. Mainly because of who I cast as Lila. Which is? Who did you cast as Lila? Uh, Florence Pugh. You know I love me some flow. <laughs> uh, I cast Samara Weaving. Uh, from, uh, uh, she was in Orange is the New Black, right? Oh, no. No, 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 no. She was in Ready or Not, which I doubt you watched because it is 
it looks like it's a horror, but she looks so much like Margot Robbie, and she's really fantastic. Oh, okay. Like she could easily, they could play sisters. Who am I thinking? You're thinking I... of Samara. The... Yes. <laughs> I don't think they look alike. <laughs> <laughs> they do not. Samara Wiley. That's who you're thinking of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Sam Loomis. Who are you casting in the the role that's Hottie got Bobati, you? Taryn Egerton. Nice. You know who I'm casting, mm-hmm. and you're going to be like, oh my god, yes. Oh. Little Richard Madden. Little Richard. Richard. Oh, Richard Madden. Madden. <laughs> <laughs> what is what? movie do you think i'm you know richard madden i do know richard madden. i love richard madden i think Ugh. he's so hot all right um arbogast um you're gonna be My mad man? that you didn't say it idris elba that's who i put <laughs> <laughs> of course i put idris elba <laughs> yes oh he'd be fabulous all right mary shag kill mm. lila the sister okay Marion, mm-hmm. the one who gets killed. Yeah. Norma. Uh, Norma? Norma. Well, killing Norma. Okay. Uh, shagging Marion mm-hmm. and marrying Lila. Lila. Yeah, no, actually, that's pretty easy. That's what I would do. All right. Norman, Sam, and Arbogast. Um, I'd probably kill Arbogast. I'd shag okay. Norman and I'd marry Sam. Because then I could shag him the rest of my life. <laughs> I would kill Norman. Okay. I would shag Sam. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm marrying Arbogast. It's weird. He's going to get murdered and I get all the insurance. I mean, you did not go with How our much code. life insurance does a PI have? I don't know. Something. And then I can go back to Sam and be like, he's gone. Let's That's shag a real stretch to this now. game. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's no rules. All right, Conrad, thank you for discussing this movie with thank me. Thank you for discussing it with me. You're so welcome. <whistles> Join us next week as we dive into one of the most revered comedies of the silent era, The General. Mm. Until then, here's drinking with you, kid. <laughs> <laughs>